A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Then an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Get up and go towards the south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is a wilderness road. And so he got up and went. Now there was an Ethiopian eunuch, a court official of the Kandase, queen of the Ethiopians, in charge of her treasury. He had come to Jerusalem to worship and was returning home. Seated in his chariot, he was reading the prophet Isaiah. Then the spirit said to Philip, go over to this chariot and join it. So Philip ran up to it and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah. He asked him, do you understand what you are reading? He replied, how can I, unless someone guides me? And he invited Philip to get in and sit beside him. Now the passage of the scripture that he was reading was this. Like a sheep, he was led to the slaughter. And like a lamb silent before its shearer, so he does not open his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who can describe his generation? For his life is taken away from the earth. The eunuch asked Philip, about whom, may I ask, does the prophet say this, about himself or about someone else? Then Philip began to speak, and starting with this scripture, he proclaimed to him the good news about Jesus. As they were going along the road, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, look, here is water. What is to prevent me from being baptized? He commanded the chariot to stop. And both of them, Philip and the eunuch, went down into the water. And Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. The eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. Hear what the spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God.
A reading from the Gospel according to John. Meanwhile, the disciples were urging him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you do not know about. So the disciples said to one another, Surely no one has brought him something to eat. Jesus said to them, My food, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to complete his work. Do you not say four months more and then the harvest comes? I tell you, look around you and see how the fields are ripe for harvesting. The reaper is already receiving wages and is gathering fruit for eternal life so that sower and reaper may rejoice together. For here the saying holds true, one sows and another reaps. I send you to reap that for which you did not labor. Others have labored and you have entered into their labor. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people.
Welcome to this Evensong where we celebrate the life of James Theodore Hawley. I, I am happy at Ginger's instruction to tell you that tonight we have Thai red lentil vegan soup for supper, so you're all invited to, to stay and enjoy that. Theodore James Hawley was born a free African-American man in, on October 3rd, 1829. He was born in Washington, D.C., and that's where he was raised. He was raised in the Roman Catholic Church, but as an adult, he left the Roman Catholic Church because the Roman Church at that time would not ordain local black men. And so he found his way into the Episcopal Church and became active in the Episcopal Church in Washington and in other places. Uh, he, his father had trained him and his brother to be shoemakers, and they, they graduated from that position to be, to be bootmakers in Washington, D.C. 
before James became more and more active in the church. He was ordained as a deacon in the Episcopal Church in Detroit in 1855, where he had, he had gone uh, to do some work. In his early days in Washington, he had gotten to know Frederick Douglass and had become active in the abolitionist movement. And in 1854, he attended the first National Immigration Convention that was held here in Cleveland. And he became a member of the board of that organization uh, at that time. Now, you can do the math. If he was a good Episcopalian visiting here in Cleveland in that time, uh, I think there's a strong probability that he was probably here uh, at Trinity Cathedral at, at some point. And it may have still been Trinity Church in those days, but um, was, was part of this place in, the, in that time. Uh, after he became a deacon, he was, he about a year later, was ordained as a priest, as often happens, and he was ordained by the Bishop of Connecticut, and he moved to Hartford, Connecticut, where he uh, was the rector of a parish for a few years. And then he decided uh, to lead a group of freed slaves to move from America to Haiti, now, if you, remember your, if you remember your American history, none of this was taught in American history when, when I was that age, but there were a number of freed slaves who thought that life would be easier for them in Haiti because they wouldn't be facing the same kind of discrimination. And uh, this is not in the book that tells us about the, the honored people in the Episcopal Church. This is from Wikipedia. But apparently, uh, James Theodore Hawley had a number of times petitioned the Episcopal Church to send him as a missionary to Haiti and to, to help pay for a group of freed slaves to, to move to Haiti. And the Episcopal Church declined to do that. And so eventually, in 1861, he organized a group of people uh, on their own to move to Haiti as immigrants there. And that first year was a, a year full of typhoid and cholera and yellow fever. And a great many of the folks who went with him died, including his wife, his mother, and two of his children. But in spite of that, he was determined to stay in Haiti. Uh, and he said that he was there to remain, to speak of God's love to the people who needed to hear it. So he stayed as, on his own, really, as a missionary to the people in Haiti. Eventually, eventually the Episcopal Church did adopt him uh, and began uh, paying the, the price to have a missionary from the Episcopal Church to the church in Haiti. And in 1874, he was ordained as the first bishop of Haiti. That also made him the first black bishop in, in the Episcopal Church and only the second black bishop of any major denomination at the time. In 1878, uh, he went to attend Lambeth Conference, where he was the first black bishop at Lambeth Conference. Uh, and at that conference, he was invited to preach at Westminster Abbey, also a first. During the course of his episcopate, he doubled the size of his diocese, and toward the end of his life, took on not only his own diocese, but the diocese of the Dominican Republic as well. 
And so it is good and appropriate uh, this day that we remember and we revere James Theodore Hawley for the great example that he gives to all of us and for his zeal in spreading the gospel. Amen.
Please join me in prayer number one. God of all mercies, we, your worthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all the days of through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. May the love of God go with you wherever she may send you. May she guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storms. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. And the blessing of God, the creator, the redeemer, and the sanctifier of the world be with you tonight and always. <laughs>